0: Hello everyone, welcome back to Random Thoughts The a Tay. Today I am going to be discussing something very dear to my heart, and that is Christmas. I was raised Catholic, I guess you could say, but my family has never been super religious, but Christmas is something that we take very seriously. It is my favorite holiday. I celebrate twice a year, once in December, December 25th, the universal Christmas date, which is interesting because, I mean so christmas is jesus's birthday right or is it that he died i think it's his birthday but there's something like like scientists have said that if he actually did exist he would have been born in the spring for whatever reason which makes sense because isn't there the whole story where like like with the nativity scenes how he like was in the womb and then they were like traveling to different like places If, if it was december That would have been kind of cold, although it is the Middle East, so I guess, like, it's probably not as cold as you would picture a December Christmas here. Yes, Jesus was from the Middle East, I'm going to stress that. Jesus was not white, he was not, like, blonde with blue eyes, he was Middle Eastern, man was literally born in Jerusalem. Anyway, um, I don't remember what I was saying, (laughs) oh, but... Yeah, I I celebrate Christmas, you know, the usual Christmas time, and then I celebrate in July. And honestly, Christmas in July is more special to me because, like, I don't know, it just feels, like, very sacred to me and my family because everyone else celebrates, like, in winter. And we do, too. But, like, it's just, it's really, like, it feels more special when there are very few people who celebrate Christmas in July. I don't know. It's just, it's fun. And then then we have an excuse not to invite extended family so it's just immediate family you know and we get to we don't really we don't even do gifts or anything and i think like that's why it's my favorite i think because like it's not we don't have everyone over and we don't we don't do gifts or anything we just enjoy a nice meal and we watch some christmas movies and we listen to christmas music and it's just it's very nice i feel like that's what christmas should be about I'm going to go on a little, like, anti-capitalist spiel here, but Christmas has become such a commercialized holiday, and that's sad. Like, it genuinely makes me sad because, I mean, listen, everyone's favorite part, especially as a kid, is getting gifts, but it shouldn't just be about that. It should be about, you know, like, love and all that shit, and that's what it's about for me. I absolutely love Christmas, even though I'm not Christian, and that is kind of confusing, I guess. It's a little bit of a contradiction, I guess you could say. I don't know. But I did, a few years ago, try to get my family to not celebrate Christmas. I was like, no, like, let's just do the winter solstice, which is the 21st of December, I believe. And that's the day that... It, the the day is the shortest day of the year, because the, the moon is out for the longest, and that's like the solstice. It's the first day of winter. So, I don't know, I feel like that's more significant. I'm a big believer in, like, time. I get (laughs) no, that sounds stupid, and I don't even believe in time. It's obviously made up. But, like, for me, the most, like, important holiday, even though my favorite is Christmas, the most important is New Year's, because it's, like, you know, it's a big symbol. It signifies, like, it sets a tone for the year. Like, I'm very superstitious in that way. And I remember, like, last year on New Year's, I was like, okay, here's my first everything for this decade. Like, I was so excited. Um, But I guess, you know, as superstitious as I am, my thoughts did not come to fruition because I had some good omens the first day of the year. And I was like, yes, New Year's Day going well. It's going to prove that the rest of the year and possibly the rest of the decade is going to be fantastic. And that is not what happened. 2020 has been a shit show. So... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe New Year's isn't that big of a deal. But anyway, like, I'm very, like, I believe that, like, time is very significant. So, I think, like, for me, winter solstice would be, like, a better day to celebrate. But, um, I love Christmas music and I love Christmas movies. and I just love, like, the Christmas season as a whole. Like, I love decorating. So, it just wouldn't work. Like, as much as I hate to admit I I love Christmas. So that's that. It's just, you know, it's something very dear to me. If you know me, then you know that I love Christmas. So today, I am going to be discussing some of my favorite Christmas songs, and I guess some Christmas songs that I don't like. What I'm going to be doing is just like shuffling a random Christmas playlist somewhere so that, you know, it's randomized. You're getting my authentic thoughts and reviews, and... That way I'm not just picking my favorites, because I want to make sure, you know, I'm getting the full overview of Christmas. And I've been really excited to do this, and I even, like, thought about recording this episode, like, months ago, but I was like, um, maybe it's a little too early. (laughs) Like, I've been listening to Christmas music since November 1st. Like, the day after Halloween is Christmas season, as far as I'm concerned. I literally got my Christmas tree, like, the day after Thanksgiving, which, like, That's, that's fine. I understand, like, people who aren't ready until after Thanksgiving, but for me, it's November 1st, um, and my entire house was decorated before Thanksgiving. I think we decorated, like, literally, like, the first week of November, I was ready. So, yeah. I wanted to do this months ago, but I figured that it was not the right time. So, with that being said, I'm excited to do this today. And I hope you are all emotionally ready for Christmas music, because I know I am. And I will probably make a playlist for all the songs that I talk about in this episode. Or I'll just link, like, my own personal Christmas playlist, which I think is elite. Um, Yeah, but same sort of situation like I did with the episode that I reacted to music that you guys recommended. I'll just make a playlist if you want it. I'll give it to you. So, let's begin. The first song... That is coming up is Santa Tell Me. It's that Ariana Grande, like, original Christmas song. And I actually, so I know, like, I've said some controversial things about Ariana Grande in the past. Um, But that was just in terms of, like, you know, I feel like we should hold her accountable for the wrong things that she's done. But that doesn't mean that I don't think she's very talented. And she absolutely is. That's an understatement. And this is actually one of the only, like, original Christmas songs that I enjoy. And I know, like, technically every Christmas song at some point is an original, but, you know, there there are classics. There are classics that everyone covers, and I enjoy those. I I do prefer, like, the original versions of all the classics, and I'll probably discuss that later on. I am very good, like, I will listen to any Christmas song, and I can tell you exactly who's singing it, or at least who the original artist was. Um, I don't know why I've spent so much time, like, learning all that, but, like, I know a lot about, like, Christmas artists. It's stupid. Um, I desperately need a hobby. But, with that being said, like, as much as I appreciate the classics, I, like, I do like a few originals, and that's very hard to do. Like, it's very hard to come up with an original Christmas song that people genuinely like, because we're so used to the classics, like, we just want to hear the same thing. Um, and I know, like, the huge example is, like, Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas Is You, and I'll inevitably end up talking about that later on, so I'm not really gonna get into it right now, but, like, I think that's, like, the most prominent example of, like, an original Christmas song that completely took off and became a a Christmas staple, and I don't think Santa Tell Me is that level (laughs) whatsoever. Um, obviously, like, All I Want for Christmas Is You is now a classic, and I don't think that Santa Tell Me by Arna Grande will ever be at that level. But I do, like, I think it's a very good song. I am going to give it a 6 out of 10. I do have to deduct points for being an original. It's not, it's not like the traditional class, the Christmas music. It's very, like, it's it's pop. It's upbeat. It's, it's fun. But it doesn't feel super Christmassy. So, that's my issue with that. It's not well- built it's not like you know well known it's not a staple and it just doesn't feel super christmasy but the song is good so i'll give it a six so the next song is underneath the tree by kelly clarkson another situation of original christmas song that's at least I think that that was an original. I'm pretty sure it is. I don't think I've ever heard it sung by anyone other than Kelly Clarkson. And if I'm stupid, then I apologize, everyone. So I'll just say that it is. It's a good song. I enjoy it. Um, But for all the same reasons as with Ariana Grande's song, it's just like it's not a well... It's not a song that's going to last for, like, generations to come, you know? Like, right now it's fun. It's a fun Christmas ditty. But it's not gonna be, you know, a Christmas staple. And I I keep saying that because, like, for me, like, there are certain traditions on Christmas that are super important. And Underneath the Tree is not gonna be one of those traditional Christmas songs. Like, it's just not, it's not good enough. It's good, it's catchy, I enjoy it, I won't skip it. But it's not it's not the best, so I'm gonna give it a five out of ten. No offense to Kelly Clarkson. I just don't really like her. Um did you guys know that she has like her own her own talk show now? And I've never seen it outside of the OBGYN office waiting room. I remember when my mom was pregnant, every time I would go into her appointments and sit in the waiting room kelly clarkson's talk show would be on and that is the only place i have ever seen it at that specific doctor's office maybe it was just a fever dream i don't know but the episodes that i've seen i remember like she interviewed josh gad who is the guy who played olaf in frozen fun fact for you all i don't know why i'm discussing this i apologize i'll just move on to the next song (laughs) oh here's here's an important one let it snow I know like the full title is Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, but that's that's redundant and I wanna mark points off just for that title. Like just call it Let It Snow. We get the point. You don't have to repeat it. It's but whatever. The song itself it reminds me of sixth grade chorus when we had to sing a medley of Christmas songs. So that also deducts points because I don't want to think about middle school chorus whatsoever. But the song as a whole, like, it's good. It's a Christmas classic, you know? Everyone loves that song. And I enjoy it. It kind of... You know, it's like Baby It's Cold Outside, but, like, less rapey, you know? Like, it's more of, like, a cute couple, like, staying indoors together rather than, like, a weirdly possessive sort of situation. I'll probably talk about Baby It's Cold Outside later, so I'm not really gonna get into it. But I like that Let It Snow is, like you know, it's, it's warm and cozy. It doesn't feel uncomfy. You're like, oh, what a cute couple. Like they're staying inside. They have, they have corn for popping. How nice. So yeah, I think it's a cute song. It's not the best, you know, it it doesn't, it feels Christmassy. It feels very Christmassy, but it doesn't like really get you going, you know? So I'm going to give that a six out of 10 because, and I, I know that that's the same rating as Santa Tell Me. And they're very different but like each song had what the other is lacking like Santa Tell Me is fun but it's not a classic and let us know it's a classic but it's not fun the scarecrow dance move from when we had to learn this song in line dancing in middle school and that is painful memory I'm now realizing that a lot of these songs are connected to painful middle school memories for me and that's troubling it really is but um I recognize that this is an excellent song and it is a rare feat like I said it's not it's not super common for like an original Christmas song to take off like that and become a Christmas staple so I want to give points for that obviously and it is a good song like it's catchy it feels kind of christmasy I I don't tend to like the the Christmas songs that are really just like regular songs but they slip christmas in there and that tends to happen a lot with, like, pop artists who make Christmas songs because it's like, hey, I want to sleep with you on Christmas. But that's not, like, that's not a Christmas song, you know? Um, so this kind of feels like that a little bit, but it does, it does retain the Christmassy feeling. So, although I don't personally enjoy it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be objective and in, in unbiased in my review here. So I'm gonna give it an 8 out of 10 because it really is like, it has all of it. It's fun, it's upbeat, it feels Christmassy, it's a Christmas staple. And and yeah, I can appreciate it even if I don't personally enjoy it very much. Ooh, the next one I'm very excited for, and this is Sleigh Ride. I love this song. I absolutely love Sleigh Ride. I think the Ronettes are queens, and I enjoy all their Christmas songs. This is obviously the most notable one, but they covered other ones. Um, but Sleigh Ride is, like, such a fun song. It makes me want to dance. I love it. It feels Christmassy, I guess. It does. It feels very Christmassy. It, it's a Christmas classic without being, like, the same boring stuff that you've heard before. I don't feel like Sleigh Ride is boring whatsoever. And here's another, like, tidbit about this song. You guys know that I love 90s R&B. Love it. And I love TLC. You know who has their own rendition of Sleigh Ride? TLC. It's fantastic. I love it. Please listen to it. It's it's amazing. Um, have I ever mentioned I've seen TLC in concert? And that's kind of embarrassing because when I was there, I was surrounded by 40-year-old white soccer moms. But, like, I still had a good time. Flo Rider was, like, opening, which is interesting because... You would think that they would be opening for him, but I'm good for them. Like honestly, because well, I guess Flow Rider hasn't really been like relevant in six years at least, and he's never. I've mentioned Jason Derulo in the past how he's never had like a true like peak to his career. Like he's just kind of like riding the waves, like letting it go, do his thing. Like he's he's prominent every couple years, and that's enough. Flow Rider is the same kind of situation. I literally remember listening to him in like kindergarten the 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 song with the apple bottom jeans that song was literally from like 15 years ago at this at this point and yet like he's had more recent songs too like he's he has a a lot of longevity in his career so I respect that I why am I talking about Florida oh he opened for TLC and fun fact he got like right in front of me and my friend who was there and like, he started taking off his shirt, and he was dancing, and, like, it was, there's, I think I have videos somewhere, if you don't believe me, um, and I'm not gonna, like, accuse him of anything, because it wasn't, it wasn't really scandalous or anything, however, I was a minor, and I look 13, so, like, you can tell that I'm a minor, and this was probably, like, a year ago now, because, you know, I haven't been to concerts lately, but, um, it was, it was a little strange, I think, maybe florida should have like moved over to like the other side of the the concert because you know he is literally like stripping in front of 17 year old girls which is fine i guess i i don't need to like start anything he's not super problematic that i know of i don't know whatever so anyway i love tlc (laughs) may lisa left eye lopez rest in peace um, for those of you who aren't familiar with her work, she, it was called Left Eye because she used to wear a condom on her left eye. I don't really know why. And one time her boyfriend cheated on her, so she set his house on fire. She was a queen. She was the rapper of the group. Absolutely loved her. Um, anyway, <laughs> I guess the moral of this story is Ghost Dream, TLC, Sleigh Ride. Fantastic. But back to the song itself, Sleigh Ride. Um, and I'm just gonna talk about the original version because TLC's they they have like a rendition. Like they don't cover this song, they just kinda like take bits and pieces and make it their own. It honestly is very good, like listen to it. But um it's not the same at all. So I'm just gonna talk about the original Sleigh Ride, like the the famous Runettes version. And that one I'm I'm gonna give a seven and a half, a seven and a half out of ten, because I love it very much. And I think it's fun, and it's a Christmas classic, and it feels Christmassy, like, it has all of the right elements, but I recognize that it's not its not the best, like, it's not a top-tier Christmas song. So, again, I'm gonna try to be objective in my views here, like I was with All I Want For Christmas Is You. As much as I love Sleigh Ride, it's not one of the best, so I'm not gonna call it one of the best. Okay, I am very excited for our next one, which is Jingle Bell Rock. The Jingle Bell Rock is my second favorite Christmas song. I think it's fantastic. It is it's the best. It's probably I'm it's not my favorite Christmas song, but it's probably the best and it pains me to say it because I want to say that my favorite Christmas song is the best. But again I'm going to try to be objective but I will say like The Jingle Bell Rock probably is the best Christmas song and like that's that's huge that's a big statement but I stand by it it really is like it's probably one of the most well known Christmas songs I think it's a fantastic song it's fun it's it's a genuinely good song like even if it had nothing to do with Christmas like I don't know If it had different lyrics, it would still slap. Like it's just a good song. It feels super Christmassy. It's it's awesome, and it's not boring at all. It's not one of the slow Christmas songs that are beautiful but boring. No, it's fantastic. It's the Jingle Bell Rock, and I love it. So I am going to give this one a ten out of ten. I know, I know. That's a big. That's a big statement ooh but I stand by that I think I think it's a 10 out of 10. So yeah. The next song is my absolute personal favorite and that is Rockin' Around the Christmas tree. It literally is so amazing and I don't even know what to say. It is just I love it. So the artist who sings Rockin' around the Christmas tree is Brenda Lee. You probably don't know that because Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree is like her only notable song, unless you happen to listen to like Christmas um, country music from the 1950s, but you probably don't. So she actually recorded Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree when she was 13 because her she was her family's primary source of income because her dad died as a kid. She was a pageant girl. She acted a little bit. Like she was getting that coin at 13 years old. And Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree was she literally recorded that at 13 she was a child and that song slaps like that is huge that is a huge accomplishment and that's so impressive it's my favorite christmas song it generally it just slaps like it's a good song you can't deny it you literally want to rock around the christmas tree when you hear this song and i also think it's worth mentioning that like So, I've discussed how so many classic Christmas songs have a bunch of covers by people such as Michael Buble. But, if you think about it, there aren't that many covers of Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. The only one I can honestly think of off the top of my head is from Glee, but they cover literally everything, so that doesn't count. But still, I think it's like really impressive that not many people have covered this song, because no one can do it like Brenda can. It's just, it's a top tier Christmas song, probably the second best of all time. It's my personal favorite, as I have said, I love it so much, but I can't deny that the Jingle Bell Rock is better, I'm going to give this a solid 9.5 out of 10. This next one is a song that I also love, we're really getting to the groove here with our, our Spotify Christmas playlist shuffle skills. I think we're at a point where like I love all of the songs. So I love this one which is Last Christmas and this is another situation where an original Christmas song kind of became like a Christmas staple and this one especially I think is really prominent in that sort of example because so many people have done covers of it. Like it's one thing to have an original Christmas song as a pop artist, but it's another to have one that other pop artists cover all the time. I think that's really cool. So, I love this song, and I think it's really catchy, but it does fall into that trap, like I previously mentioned, where it's not a Christmas song, really. It's a breakup song that just happens to talk about Christmas. So, that does disappoint me a little bit. But, I love this song. I love Wham! I love Wham! so much. I grew up listening to them, and... I should just say him because it's really just about George Michael I don't even remember the other guy's name I know it's Michael something but like who cares George Michael was the brains behind the operation and fun fact in case you don't really know this so George Michael singer of Wham! who does who sang last Christmas he actually died on Christmas of 2014 I'm going to let that sink in just a moment. The man who wrote and sang "Last Christmas died on Christmas, so that's that's crazy, right? May he rest in peace. I think he I think he had AIDS. It's very sad or maybe i well i don't maybe he didn't have AIDS. I'm pretty sure he did, but I, I don't know. it doesn't matter. I just think that's a cool little tidbit. But, um, back to the song itself, I think it's really good. It feels kind of like, it feels like I'm at a Christmas party, you know? It's just, it's it's very fun. I like it a lot. But like I said, like, it is lacking certain elements. So I'm gonna give it an 8 out of 10. And I want to rate it a little higher, but I just can't, like, it doesn't have the same sort of, like, Christmassy feeling. It's not really a Christmas song. It's just a song about Christmas. So, like, it does, it does have an, its ups and downs. And actually, now that I think, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring that down to a seven and a half out of ten. I hate to do it, but I have to. Cause, like I said, I want to be objective. I want to be fair with my reviews. So, our next song is "It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas," and this one, I like it you know, again, it's a Christmas staple, but it is a little slow and boring, even if it is a really nice song. So, as much as, like, it feels like Christmas, you know, it reminds me of Christmas, obviously. It really, it is beginning to look a lot like Christmas, but this song just doesn't, it doesn't have that kind of flair, you know? It's just, yeah, I just can't get behind it, like, it's just not exciting, it doesn't, It feels like Christmas, but, like, it doesn't feel like upbeat, like, fun Christmas. It feels like the kind of Christmas, like, when I'm like, oh, I have to see my family this year, woo. So, like, it's not, you know, um, but it is, like, it's a good song. I'm gonna give it a 6 out of 10. It's just, you know, it's, yeah. And don't even get me started on the Michael Bublé version. Like, I, no. I'm just, yeah, no. So let's move on to a holly dolly christmas and this song so first i'm gonna say the guy who originally sang the song pearl ives he kind of looked like a child predator and like that's not me accusing him of anything i'm just saying like if we're going based off of looks man's a little creepy looking and i hate to say that but i just i just want everyone to be aware before i start talking about holly dolly christmas this song is good though it is very good um I believe it was in one of the classic Christmas movies, if I'm remembering correctly. I don't know. But, yeah, I think it's good. I It's just, it's missing, like, kind of that, like, flair. And I keep saying that. Like, a lot of these songs just don't have that kind of, like, oomph, you know? But I do genuinely like A Holly Dolly Christmas. It's, it's fun. It's upbeat it makes- it reminds me of, like, my childhood Christmas, and I think that that's an important aspect of a lot of these. Because, you know, Christmas has not felt the same since we turned, like, I don't know, 10. So, like, it just- that song brings me back to, like, you know, the warm and fuzzy Christmas feelings. So I think that's nice. It's a Christmas classic, and it feels like Christmas. Like, it's a good Christmas staple. But it's just- I don't know. It's missing something. I enjoy this song, but I'm gonna give it a 7 out of 10. I think it's good. I think it's one of the best. Maybe not the best, but it's obviously one of the most notable, and I think that that counts for something. But I, I just can't, in good conscience, give it any higher than, like, a 7. So, there's that. And like I said, Pearl Ives, I don't know, kind of give me the heebie-jeebies. So, anyway, <laughs> um... The next one is Here Comes Santa Claus, and this song, it, you know, same kind of, like, childhood nostalgic feelings arise from this song, and there are, like, several different versions, but I don't It's it's kind of, it's a little too, like, childish, I guess? It's not enjoyable for everyone, I would say. It's I don't know I I like it it's obviously a good song, but it's just lacking substance. It's it's a little like elementary, and it's a Christmas song. So like I, I don't know what I'm expecting. Like I don't I don't need anyone to like wax poetry about Santa, but like it's just I don't know like here comes Santa Claus here comes it's a good song, and it's just a little like I would expect better writing skills. I honestly don't remember. I think Gene Autry was the writer or original singer of this song, because I think this was part of the Santa Claus is Coming to Town movie, if I remember correctly. That's the one with, like, the Heat Miser and the... Was it Cold Miser or Snow Miser? I think Cold Miser. I don't know. Those two were iconic. It's still probably my favorite Christmas movie. Well, maybe not my favorite. I... I really, as a kid, and I mean like when I say Christmas movie and that sort of thing, um, I'm talking about like like the old school claymation films. But if we're talking about like Christmas movies in general, as a kid, my favorite are probably the Santa Claus series with, is it Tim Allen or Ted Allen? It's Tim Allen because Ted Allen is the guy from Chopped and the original queer eye. I honestly hate that guy. I don't know why. It's just like I I can't even enjoy Chopped because I hate Ted Allen. And listen, I love a good food network show, but he ruins that for me. And like I like watching Chopped, but I just can't like really enjoy it because I just hate Ted Allen. And I don't, I honestly don't know why he's there. Like, I know he's the host, but why can't one of the judges just host? Like, why do we need Ted Allen? He literally serves no purpose. He doesn't taste any of the food. They literally, like, all the the judges have, like, stools that they sit on while they eat. And he literally stands. Like, he's not even worthy of a stool. He's just, but he still somehow makes it seem like he's the most important person in the room. Like, Ted, they don't even let you sit. How can you act like you're important? It's just infuriating. It's like, you've been shocked. Ted, could you do better? Because you literally, like, I have not seen you cook anything since you were in Queer Eye decades ago. He was the original Anthony Porowski. And honestly, like, it was very clearly an upgrade. Because Anthony Porowski is, you know... He's a good-looking man, and Ted Allen. Just, I don't. He looks like a like a wax figure. Like he doesn't even look real. He looks rubbery. I don't like him. I don't remember what, what I was talking. about. Oh, here comes Santa Claus. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm just gonna give it like a five out of ten. No, that seems low. I, I'll I'll give it a six and a half. That that was a big like boost, but it's a good classic it's just it's not like fun enough for me like it's it's childish you know um the next one is i'll be home for christmas and this one's it's boring it's slow and it's kind of sad at least i think i'm thinking of the michael buble version i honestly can't think of other versions of this song at this time because i don't know i'm tired my brain is at Low capacity right now, so it's like I'll be home for Christmas. Like it's just it. uh, I'm not feeling it. It's not. It doesn't get me going. It doesn't even feel like a Christmas song. It just feels like Michael Bublé whining, and then he like sometimes mentions that it's Christmas. It's not good. That one is getting a five out of ten. Like it's fine, I guess, if you're into like pain, but. Yeah, I don't enjoy it. I don't know if anyone genuinely enjoys that song. And that's a problem. Christmas music is supposed to be about enjoying something. So, like, I don't like the sad songs. Oh, my God. Speaking of of sad Christmas songs, you guys know that, that Christmas Shoes song? That is the saddest shit I have ever heard. It's that song where, like, the little boy just wants to buy his mom some, like, new shoes for Christmas because she's dying and he wants her to, like, have good shoes to to meet Santa. It's so sad. What the hell is that? Who thought that, that was a good idea? What kind of broken soul? I was like, I know what will make a good Christmas song. Let's talk about this kid. Having, like, he's literally, like, going around to all these people at the shoe store. He's like, can you please buy me some shoes for my dying mom? Like, that is so sad. What the hell? Um... And I know, like, I'll be home for Christmas is not nearly that level, but, like, it's still the same, like, like, I want to enjoy Christmas, you know? I don't want to think about the sad stuff, and maybe that's selfish. Maybe I should be opening up my heart to the little boy who wants to buy the Christmas shoes, but, like, I just, like, keep it to yourself. Is that rude to say? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, fake Christmas boy. I just, you know, I want to enjoy my christmas music so like michael buble do not drone on about how you'll be home for christmas like it's boring like i don't care if you missed your girlfriend i uh, whatever okay (laughs) that got me heated i apologize um so the next one is rudolph the red-nosed reindeer and listen this song it's played out it honestly is and i don't understand the whole rudolph franchise I guess I don't know it was just one movie although I think they did have another one there was like so there was the original Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Claymation and Gene Autry was behind that one for sure and he's the guy who originally sung Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer but and I believe that the movie was made to include the song, or, like, the song was made for the movie, I don't remember, but, like, the whole thing was so messed up, what is the lesson to be learned there? Like, it's okay if you get bullied, kids, just find something, like, eventually the thing that everyone hates you for, they'll need it someday, and then you'll just pretend like everything's fine and they didn't emotionally abuse you, like, what is to be gained from that? And what was the lesson there, like, for the people who were the bullies? Because this was made in, like, the 50s, I believe, And need I remind everyone of racism? So, like, what, it just feels like an interesting choice that, like, I don't know, a bunch of, like, racist white people in the 50s were like, let's make a movie about how it's not polite to bully people about the color of their nose. Like, what the hell is that? It was just, it's, it's strange. I, I don't know. It feels very uncomfy. So, I don't really care for the storyline a whole lot and i don't like the versions of the song where everyone like repeats this where they have like the chorus the kids to like repeat in the background or like his nose is red and they're like like a light bulb like it's, it's that's stupid i don't i don't like that i don't care for songs where they like pretend like people are singing along it's stupid so yeah it's like it's the same kind of energy as the people who's like cha-cha-cha at the end of like happy birthday like shut up <laughs> like what are you gaining from this like we get it all all eyes on you we understand. Way to like make the moment about you. So, I just yeah, I don't really like Rudolph, and it was just it was a sad movie. <laughs> like I didn't I didn't enjoy it, and. Yeah, it's just, and then there was, like, that other guy, and I don't even know what his name is, because I feel like every, every year I watch the movie, the guy's name changes. You know, the, the, the stupid little elf who wanted to be a dentist, his name is, like, Kirby, or Herbie, or Hermie, or something like, I don't even know what it is. So, yeah, I just, I'm not, I'm not a fan. The song itself is fine, like, it, again, same sort of deal, like, it's, it's very clearly, like, for children, and I know that that's technically what Christmas is all about, but, like, I don't like the songs that are for children, like, I want to be able to enjoy it just for myself, so I'm not a huge fan of Rudolph, but I honestly, like, it obviously is a Christmas classic, for whatever reason, Rudolph has become, like, a staple. So, uh, I'll give it a 6, a 6 out of 10. That seems fair. It's just, yeah, it's not, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so next is Frosty the Snowman, and this song, it's just, so it's, again, same sort of deal as Rudolph, where it was, like, if, I don't know if it was for the movie, or the movie was for the song, I don't really know the dynamics of that situation, but, like, the song and the movie go hand in hand. I've never really, like, watched the movie, I haven't watched the movie in, like, a decade, probably, but I remember hating it, like, it just made me feel super uncomfortable, I don't know. Uh, certain things just make me uncomfy, and Frosty the Snowman is one of them. But the song I tend to enjoy, Brenda Lee does an excellent rendition, Brenda Lee being the, the singer of Rockin' on the Christmas Tree. Um, and I don't think I mentioned it at the time when I was talking about her, but she does have like a whole Christmas album from when she was 13. So Frosty the Snowman was one of the songs. And she does a really good job. My favorite part is, like, the thumbity thumb thumb thumbity thumb. Just because it's funny. And, I don't know. So, I'll give it a 6 out of 10. Because of the thumbity thumbs. And because Brenda Lee did a really good job. But, like, the song itself, I don't know. It's not... It's it's cute. It's a cute song. But it's not enjoyable. And that's that's what we're missing a lot here. Like, a lot of these songs are good, but not enjoyable. You know? So... Yeah, I think it's interesting that I come on here and I'm like, I love Christmas, and then I come and trash all of these Christmas songs for whatever reason, but whatever. So, the next is Baby Please Come Home, and it's not the same as I'll Be Home for Christmas. It's the Mariah Carey version I'm thinking of. She does a really good job, but yeah, I think that's a really good song. It doesn't feel like a Christmas staple, though. Like, I feel like if you were to ask me... To like list Christmas songs, I would not make it to the list like I just it's forgettable, even if it is a really good song, so I'll give it a seven and a half out of ten. I wanna give it an eight because it it genuinely is like a really good song, um but same sort of deal where like it doesn't feel like a Christmas song; it just kind of feels like a song that happens to mention Christmas. And it's forgettable, like, it doesn't feel like a Christmas staple, even if it is, like, a fairly popular Christmas song that many people have covered. Michael Buble covered that song and somehow made it boring. So, like, it's just, yeah, I'll go to seven and a half, even though I really do enjoy that song. So, um, next is White Christmas. This song, uh it's boring. It's so boring. But like it's it's kind of boring in a nice way. I guess. I don't know. It's it's nice. It's a nice song. It's just like it's missing flair. But like it does feel very wintry. Like I picture myself walking in the snow when I hear White Christmas. Like it's it's a nice song. So, I enjoy it. I'll give it a 6 out of 10. Next we have Walking in a Winter Wonderland. And same sort of deal as by Christmas. They both kind of like give me the same mental image. Same sort of song, but like different, obviously, because Walking in a Winter Wonderland is like it's upbeat. It's not boring. It's fun. It feels like Christmas. It's it's not like it's a cute song, but like not in a childish way. Like it's genuinely enjoyable. And, and it's a classic. It's, it's fun, it's, it's enjoyable, and I'm going to give that one an 8 out of 10. I do very much enjoy it. So, yeah, I think it's just, it's, it's a classic. That is a song that makes me think of Christmas, you know? So, the next one, this is one of my favorites actually, is Happy Christmas, And that's that John Lennon song. Now, while I do have beef with John Lennon for several reasons, probably most prominently being the fact that everyone tells me that I look like him, which is highly insulting. I know that, like, he was a very talented man, I guess you could say. But no one wants to look like John Lennon. He was ugly. He was an ugly man. And he beat his wife. I don't want to look like that. But his Christmas song, it slaps. It's an excellent song, I enjoy it very much, and I wanna- I wanna give it an 8! And honestly, like, it's downfalls, it's just like, again, like, in- in parentheses, the song is called War Is Over. So that's the issue, I think the war in question is the Vietnam War. Like, that's my issue with this song, is like, it's just, again, it's a song that isn't really about Christmas. So, yeah, it- that's it's only downfall. Other than that, I really love this song. And I think this is a rare example of a time when a children's choir worked in the song's favor. You know, like, it doesn't make it painful, it adds to it, which is interesting because usually, like, if you hand me a song to listen to and it has a kid's choir, I'm gonna be like, hell no, I'm not listening to that. But this is, it's not creepy like kids usually are when they sing. It's it's sweet, I like this song. So yeah, I'm gonna give it an 8 out of 10. And I, I'm i realizing, like, there are so many Christmas songs, like, I'm not going to be able to cover a lot. So if I'm missing an, o- an obvious one, I'm sorry. I'm just going in order of, like, you know, picking random ones. So next is Santa Baby. I love this song. It is a little weird, though, talking about Santa in such a context. Like, it's weird. And then you got, like, the Michael Bublays of the world who cover this song, like, and they call it Santa Buddy. What the hell is that? Like, dude, like, do you want to sleep with Santa or not? Like, if you're going to sing the song, get into the role, you know? Um, But, like, Eartha Kitt, who was the original singer of the song, she was a queen. She was born on a plantation, and her entire family, like, died while she was growing up, and then, like, she had a, a really terrible childhood. But then she became so successful, and she made one of the most notable christmas songs ever so that's super impressive and the song itself is really good um but it like it's kind of uncomfy but it's enjoyable just you know for older audiences who potentially like santa in ways that they shouldn't i don't know so i'm gonna give this one an eight out of ten it's it's a good song i enjoy it everyone enjoys that song Unless they're like I don't know dead inside. So anyway, um, let's move on to it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. This song, I like it. It's just I don't know. It's kind of boring, but it's it's a Christmas classic, you know. That it's good and. I wanna deduct points for it being kind of boring, but like it's it's still enjoyable, which is interesting. Like even though it's not like super upbeat and exciting, people can still enjoy it, which I think is nice. So I'm gonna give that one a seven. And yeah, it's just it's a Christmas classic and yeah. I think we have to appreciate the classics, even if they're not, like, that great. There's still something remarkable about the fact that they've, like, lasted the last 60-70 years. Next we have Run Rudolph Run. Now, this song kind of- not that it frustrates me, but it troubles me, because... I mean, Chuck Berry says Run Run Rudolph, so why is the song called Run Rudolph Run? I don't know, it's just- that's something that bothers me. But I like this song. It's... It doesn't feel super Christmassy, and that is a downfall, like, even though it is a Christmas song, like, it doesn't make me feel super Christmassy, but the song reminds me of that scene in the the Santa Claus movie, where they're at, like, a Christmas party or something. I haven't seen this movie in a long time, so I, I don't know, maybe this scene doesn't even exist, but Santa gives, I don't know, his girlfriend, like, a doll or something, which is kind of weird, because, like, I get that he wanted the gift as a kid, but, like, why would you want it now as a grown adult? Like, whatever. So yeah that's that's what this song reminds me of i think it was playing in the background of that scene but like it's a nice it's a nice song it's cute it's super catchy like it's a good song even if it wasn't a christmas song i think that's probably its downfall it shouldn't have been a christmas song i don't know what else it could have been but they should have just chuck Berry should have just done this song with other lyrics because it just doesn't feel like a christmas song but it does, like, it makes me happy. Like, it's a good song. I'm gonna give it a am mm, gonna give it a seven. So, next one, super important to me, which is Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. Listen, the individual Beatles had good Christmas songs. This one, fantastic! Um, it feels super Christmassy, it reminds me of being at a Christmas party, like, drinking eggnog, like, it's a good song. And it feels like Christmas, it's super upbeat, like it's a fun, enjoyable song. It, It's a Christmas classic at this point. And yeah, I just, I really like this song. Paul McCartney kind of, like, skews me out. But this song, it's good. I don't mean to keep disrespecting the Beatles. I think that's, that's, I, I don't know, if someone's gonna call me out on that. If you think you're a superior person because you like the Beatles, that's the kind of people who I don't enjoy, that's the kind of reason I don't like the Beatles and I don't have anything against them obviously they're super talented well they were, they're dead now half of them are anyway, but um yeah, like I, I just don't like the hype around the Beatles, cause like they weren't that good, they weren't that revolutionary you know, they didn't really do a whole lot, so Yeah, I I don't mean to keep shitting on them, but I basically do. So, yeah, I'm going to give Wonderful Christmas Time an eight. Just, yeah, I love that song. It's really good. It's probably, yeah, it's one of my favorites, honestly. So, next is Jingle Bells, and that song, I don't like it. I don't. And, like, I know, like, it's a children's Christmas song, and yeah it's way too repetitive there's literally like four lines and they just like repeat them the whole song which is unnecessary it's just it's not it's not good like jingle bell jingle bell jingle all the way over and over and over again it's cute it's catchy but it's not enjoyable and it makes me want to rip my ears off a little bit so I'm going to give it a 4 out of 10. I don't even want to keep talking about it. It just makes me angry for reasons I can't explain. Anyway, next we have Blue Christmas. Um, and I know, I think this wasn't Elvis original. I believe it was, unless he just, like, covered it and completely made it his own. Elvis is another person who I'm not a huge fan of. I, I don't really get the hype. Other than, like, yeah, I, I think Elvis is considered super exciting for, like, the wrong reasons. Everyone's like, oh, he was the first white man to do all this. As if, like, that's an accomplishment. Like, woo, he was the first white man to take black culture and make it his and mainstream culture and media. That's not great. But anyway, I don't need to get into all that. Blue Christmas is fantastic. I genuinely love that song. And yeah, that's- that's it. so that's all i gotta say about that. i absolutely love that song. it's good. it's catchy. it- but it it does fall into the trap where like it doesn't feel super Christmassy, especially because of the like, ooh in the background. it kind of makes me feel like i'm on an island. i don't know if that's intentional. i don't know. but yeah, it's just- i love this song. But that is a downfall i'm gonna give it a 7 out of 10. okay i'm just gonna do two more first is silent night and all i have to say is no i hate that song it reminds me of i don't again this might just be a fever dream i don't know if this is something that actually like i don't know but i'm pretty sure when i was growing up my papa showed me this movie about, like, the history of Silent Night. I don't know, it was, like, this cartoon, and the, there were people from, like, a, a thousand years ago, because Silent Night is old as hell for no reason. and Like, and this guy was, like, playing on a church organ, and then, I don't know, the song, like, got passed around through generations. I don't know. So, that movie was painful. Yeah, not a fan of Silent Night. I think it sucks. I'm gonna give it uh, but I do have to recognize like I don't, it's a pretty song I guess and it's super well known. Everyone knows that song So it is technically a staple, but it doesn't even feel like Christmas. It feels like death It feels like I'm at a funeral that happens to be a winter time. It sucks. So I, I'll give it a modest 2 out of 10. It it sucks. I ugh. Anyway, and our last song is I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus this song same sort of like weird feelings as with Santa baby It's just, uh, why is mommy, well, I know, like, I know that Santa Claus is actually, like, you know, the dad dressed up as Santa, but it still feels weird. It's, I I don't know. I don't, I don't enjoy the thought of anyone trying to kiss Santa. He's, like, an old man who stalks children. Can we talk about that? Isn't that weird? The whole concept of, like, Santa Claus is so strange. I don't get it. And I don't even really know the history behind it, because everyone says something different. But, like, I don't. I don't get it, I just, I don't understand, why do we, why do we lie to our children for 12 years, and, oh, I guess 12 is is a generous estimate, for like, uh, 9 years, It'd be like, oh, these gifts are from Santa, he's an old man who watches you while you sleep, and he knows everything about you, and we bring you to see him at the mall every year, and he lets hundreds of children sit on his lap, it's just, it's strange. Am I? Am I just? Maybe I'm just reading into it. I, I it it feels weird that we collectively as a society lie to our children, and and I I don't know. It's yeah, not a fan. I'm trying to convince my family to drop the whole Santa thing for the the younger kids in our family. It's it's yeah, I don't like it. Anyway, um, those are all the Christmas songs that I'm going to discuss today. I don't recall any specific ones that I might have forgotten, but maybe if I did and you're, like, super curious to know how I feel about that song, I don't know, message me and ask if it means that much to you. So, I hope you enjoyed, and, yeah, I will catch you next time on Random Thoughts with Nate. Happy holidays, everyone!